Good evening, Patriots, and welcome to Fishers of Men. Today is Thursday, February 24th in the year 2022. And a lot going on and a lot continuing to be revealed about all the actions in motion from what's going on in Ukraine to Canada to the bigger wars on the master play to try to enslave humanity in a snare that we can never get out of. Before we begin tonight, a quick call out to MyPillow, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page. This is a company that will continue to support. It's just amazing to me that a man who sells pillows has become one of the most feared enemies of the state. <laughs> and Mike is truly a, a patriot and a fight fighter for liberty. Let me give you a brief message from Mike right here. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. That's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards. There's all sorts of amazing savings. In addition to the great deals on my pillows, there's 50% off on my slippers, 50% off sleepwear for men and women. Giza sheets down as low as $39.99, and they are absolutely a dream sheet. So check it out. You can use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, anywhere on the MyPillow site, the frankspeech.com site, and the MyStore site. Also, the Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. Promo code there is BARDS for 20% off on what I consider to be the Bible for our time. It's an NASB 1995 edition with our Founders documents worked throughout the Scripture. It's a true lesson in God's Word, as well as a lesson in how our Founding Fathers use Scripture as a living language. Again, thefoundersbible.com, promo code BARDS for 20% off, and use that in the coupon section at checkout. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. That's the coffee for our time. It's the coffee for the warriors of our time. Developed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, it's designed to give you that boost in the, of energy in the morning that sustains you across the whole day while giving you a clear mental focus and a boost in your immune system. In this day when we're dealing with so many attacks on our health, the, this coffee sets the foundation of what we need to strengthen our body, along with a whole health ecosystem that's there on Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Those other products include a gut health triad, which help heal and seal your gut, which is so important. Leaky gut syndrome is one of the leading causes of sickness in people across the nation. We also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster, based on pinecone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a full-body nutrient boost in a powder. Mix it with water. Drink it like a shake once a day. Fantastic product. And, of course, and there's Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract currently on the market, which is a must-have for your 
medicine cabinet. In this day, with all of the attacks going on on us around the around the clock, literally from stress to EMP to all sorts of uh, things in our environment, you need to do everything you can to boost your immune system. And not only is it essential to have a good diet and a good exercise plan, but also the nutrient boosters that you need to keep your immune system strong. We are not intended to be unhealthy people. All of these products on Expedition Cafe or Expedition, Expedition Coffee, XPED, expeditioncoffee.com are designed that way. I use all of them every single day, as well as the My Pillow products and the Founder's Bible. So, Patriots, you know, there's a lot of, continues to be a lot of confusion in general. And I, when I say confusion, uh, there's no clear understanding of exactly what's going on in many of these events. Obviously, the one event that's caught most of our attention is what's going on in Ukraine. And you've heard me speak many times about how this is a war between elites and that we're kind of caught in the middle of this. And I think this, it also reinforces this. I, as we're talking about looking at the war in Ukraine from another perspective and how these events are coming together very much in framework of like God's hand, making so many things happen at once as it's revealing so much to us, keeping in mind that there is, there is a fight going on for who's going to control humanity and we're the third party in this that isn't getting a vote. But God's giving us that vote. But if there's any doubt that whatever Putin is doing, President Putin is doing in Ukraine is causing problems, just listen to this clip. This is stunning. My name is Marina Abramovich. I was born in Yugoslavia, a country which thrived on the cultures from the West and Russia from the East. Last years, I work in Ukraine and I get to know the people there. They're proud, they're strong, and they're dignified. I have a full solidarity with them in this impossible day. Attack to Ukraine is attack to all of us, is attack to humanity, and have to be stopped says the spirit cooker herself. And if you don't know what spirit cooking is, I would encourage you to dig into that. That's a horrific thing that goes on. And it's not just demonstration art, like they like to say. This is uh, one of this. This is like Satan's queen right here that has come out defending the people of Ukraine. Ukraine. The people of Ukraine. This is a, an attack on humanity. Yeah, doing work there. I can imagine what she was doing work there. Probably something like, I was in working with the children in the orphanages. Since Ukraine has a wonderful number of children in the orphanages that are allowed to be adopted by anybody in the world, the orphanages. Yeah, get you. that's exactly what we're talking about here. So when you have Saranovich, or not Saranovich, whatever her name is, Okanovich, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. And you have the witch of Satan literally coming out, defending Ukraine and going against Russia. Uh, what can I say? It's like you touched the devil's cauldron right there. Whatever President Putin's doing, just keep doing it, buddy. That's all I can say. You got some, you got some shakeup going on. But 
it does get complicated and it, it, it these the, the tremors of war gets people going everybody has been programmed for years to be believing in world war 3 the end of the world i i cruise a lot of patriot feeds and i'm i'm stunned at how many people are buying into this this is it we're going to war biden's causing this it's all because of biden if he hadn't have done this they would never have done this in 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 uh, in Ukraine. And again, it's 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 about us taking a perspective and a correct walk. Don't get wrapped in the headlines. God doesn't play games with headlines. God puts us on a path to stay clear and true in our faith. Let me read you this. This is I think really apropos. This is Matthew twenty four six. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. We are dealing with a cabal on a global level that has woven itself into every bit of our society. It has started from the top and all the way to the bottom. There is a small community just east of my town. I live in a town of 22,000 people in town. And there's a small community that has about 1,200 people in it. And that community is about 20 minutes from here. And this is a school board that has completely turned itself against the people in a community of 1,200. It has made up fake surveys to say that the people have supported masking their children, which is a lie. It's been about 86% of the community has said they absolutely don't want their children masked. They're, they're treading with the idea of mandatory injections for kids. And they're saying that they can't change this opportunity because they're supposed to get something like $1.2 million for the CARES Act. The community's outraged, and the school board's ignoring them. Now, why do I bring that example up? This is the trickle down of this cult that's running the world. And it's finding its willful soldiers along the way in its various mechanisms. This is how Satan works, literally reaching out. And what's turned this school board, which I think at some point some of these people on these school boards had intended to do good, but now they're swooned and swept up with the money, the $1.2 million, that they're literally selling the children's safety to them. That's part of this spell and, and curse or magic that they've been putting on this earth and that has been precipitated by the fear, precipitated by the promises of money and power, precipitated by the greed that sits within us. And all of this has come to the forefront now to where we're truly seeing the nature of what's going on. Romans sixteen seventeen to 18. Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teachings which you learned and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not to our Lord Christ, but of their appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. That's effectively where we are right now. And there are many that are unsuspecting because they don't have a tight and close relationship 
with Christ. And in lacking that, we lack the armor that we need to fight off this enemy. This is not a joke when we talk about setting up your spiritual armor every day. You need to. And in this craziness that's going on over in Ukraine, I don't know what's going on. I know that this, I know that as that fight's going on in Ukraine and as they're attacking, as the elites are trying to sever Russia from its banking and Russia's now responding by telling people to, they have to limit the amount of money they have in foreign banks. At the same time all that's happening, Russia joins the Fourth Industrial Revolution Group by the World Economic Council, World Economic Forum, to make an, a lead in the direction of technologies. There is so much hand puppetry going on right now, and the one conclusion that I've said over and over on these shows in the last months is that there's a certain litmus test that we have to give to keep ourselves on azimuth or on point. And it's these things. One, who is saying stop the injection? And if they're not saying stop the injection, then they're not on the right side of history, or especially not on the walk with God. If they are advocating for artificial intelligence, robotics, and the advancement of these things and trying to tell you that they can keep them safe, this is lunacy because they've bought into a pathway for humanity that's denouncing what God has given us within us. Do you realize that much of the internet and much of the technologies that we're seeing today are all mockery of what God has put within us? When you really consider how we are, how profound of beings we are, this concept of faith of a mustard seed, to be able to move a mountain from here to there, that's not said metaphorically. That's said by Christ Jesus. And it's not intended to be some metaphorical reference. It actually has an application in this world. And I've talked of this before. It indicates, it suggests strongly that we're a quantum soul. And I realize this doesn't fit within your typical pew lecture that you're getting, but heck, I'm not a typical pew lecture guy. The quantum soul piece is really important to appreciate because it allows us, it starts to explain how great of a being we truly are. God is not binary. God is not a zero or a one. God is infinite. And the incredible thing about quantum is it's infinite. The idea of quantum and is that and string theory is that all all possibilities exist. The infinite number of possibilities exist within a simultaneous moment, within any moment. But it's when we choose one that then that becomes the reality we're in. If we consider what's happening right now and the effectiveness of fear and keeping people tied to these news cycles, we're choosing a cycle over and over to repeat their drama or play into their drama, their be, they being the elites, and keeping us away from what God has allowed us to do. Instead of being part of their dramas, we should be writing the dramas that they're part of. And we have that potential if we will simply point ourselves and listen to the strength of what God's word is within us. That's the power of who we are. And I don't say that as an opinion. I say it because I know. We have the ability to have dominion over evil. Again, Christ's words. And if you think for a minute that's just said lightly, rethink that. This is God's son speaking to us. Consider John 14, 12, the magnitude of this statement. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, 
he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. Greater works than Christ did. That's what that's saying. And Christ is telling us that as long as we believe in him. So when we get wrapped into these dramas that are going on right now and trying to play ping pong with our brains of like, whoop, something's going on in Canada and whoop, something's going on over in Ukraine, there is there's a point of being of understanding and having an awareness of what's going on, but getting wrapped up into the emotions of those things, we get anchored into events of men and we get separated from the power of what God gave us inside. And so we end up giving up a great deal of the gift that God gave us. Right now, we are truly walking in the space of Mark 4.22. For nothing hidden, for nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor is has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. So we are seeing things come to light. And the eagerness that so many have to try to say, well, it's a war, or it's this, and it's jumping to the emotional reaction of things, and oh my goodness, it's going to be the end. We're not letting God show us what's really going on. It's not only a presumptive place, it's an insulting place to God, in my opinion. Because we're, God is allowing a process to happen that allows us to view that process, us to witness that process us to see with our eyes that he's given us as the scales have been pulled away that we can see the truth of what's really going on. And instead of letting it unfold, we're immediately jumping to one side or the other and it's this or it's that or it's, it's oh my goodness, what's going on? Here's a great example. There's all sorts of images all over right now of Kiev under attack tonight. And there's one particular image that keeps recycling, which is this brilliant, it looks like an explosion in the air that's falling down on the city. And they're saying, Kiev is under siege. Kiev's being struck. These are the sorts of headlines. And this is coming from what's supposed to be patriot news, meaning on the ground reporting that allows us to get a glimpse of truth. The problem is people don't know what they're looking at. So instead of just being a calm observer and watching what's happening and seeing the results, they're jumping to an immediate conclusion. See, what you're looking at in these images isn't a missile strike. It's too slow falling to be an intercept. It's most likely an illumination round that has opened up and lit up the whole sky as they burn, and they always burn all the way to the ground with a big burning ball that's a slow falling ball of fire because they're usually on a parachute. But not knowing what they're seeing, these people jump to immediate conclusions and in so doing, they are rippling effects of emotions out into the world. And as these effects of emotions are going on, people are not using their dominion over evil to direct the narrative. They're becoming part of the narrative and, in, and fueling a narrative it should be put to bed. There is so much to this and to appreciate this without even getting into the potential of the quantum and the spiritual side of this. When we, just as in with propaganda, when we recycle something over and over and over in our head, we begin to believe it even if it's a lie. 
the reason that the media keeps pounding at this COVID issue is not because they're worried about culpability. They're not worried about the truth. What they're trying to reinforce is the is the lie that they put on people to protect themselves and to continue keeping so many in the dark. Because the more that you pound a lie, even with people that take the position of truth, over time you can wear them down to where they will themselves just say, okay, I'm done. I'll accept the lie. When we compound that with our spiritual potential of what God's given us, Literally, Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Think about this phrase again, authority over all the power of the enemy. And we are buying into their lie. We're repeating their lie. We're living their lie. We have given up our authority over the power of the enemy and let them do and have reign over us. That's not a small thing. God has given us this dominion here to put dominion over evil. And instead of doing that, we're getting wrapped into evil's narratives and letting evil dominate us. This walk has to be firm on that rock of faith. And when in doubt, when you look at something, just turn to scripture, turn to prayer first. Ask God to put it before you, the truth. And sometimes you won't get a response, which means to me always sit quiet and observe. One of the great things in, in good operations when you're doing patrols or you're doing, say, you're doing reconnaissance or snipers, in the sniper work, there's a high emphasis based on observing observing the environment and seeing what the patterns of life are. The eagerness right now that's happening with people and this excitement, and you've got, you know, you've got your, your crazy characters like Charlie Ward and others that are trying to say, it's coming, it's coming. You've got your other ones out there that are doing the same thing. We're almost there, patriots. We're almost there. We're almost where? That's the question I want to know. Almost where? Where are they? Where is, where is God in that equation? Do we know what God's timing is? No. So if we don't know what God's timing is, in fact, we're reminded that only Father knows the timing, not even Christ. Why are we so eager to try to unlock that which we are, not, we are told not to unlock? The lesson in that is always the same. Live and be in the moment to the fullest. Observe, learn, enjoy life, walk closely with Father because our clock is unknown. There's nothing to me more tragic than somebody who has lived a frenetic life of this ups and downs and waiting for the anticipation of something tomorrow or in the, in the many morrows that come and ends up dying empty. Our life is finite. God knows our timing. Father knows when he's going to call us home. We have no idea on that. So if we're consuming ourselves with the emotional swings and we're running with one narrative and another narrative and we're running up a hill and down another hill and over a hill, what are we doing to expand the kingdom? I do three shows a day and this question goes to me every single show that I step into. I ask myself, what's the intent? And while it's important to be filled with knowledge and to look at events, 
Father always puts on me to challenge the way that I think, not to look at things from a binary point of view, but what are the dimensions of the fight that we can look at? And I'm not always right. I'm not trying to say that in any way. But the challenge to look at this from another dimension, even when I don't like hearing, we need to love thy enemy. And sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to love thy enemy. I want to use an ax on our enemy. I want to go straight up Viking. But that's not what we're called to do right now. I've talked so much about Canada in the last two weeks, almost three weeks, because Canadians did something profound. I don't think it was planned. I don't think it was an intention. I think it's what befell them as they came together and united together and discovered something truly amazing. From fellowship awoke the beauty and the relationship of love which stirred the connection with God. And Canada is more awake in God than ever before. They're seeking Christ now as a nation greater in numbers than they have in probably years or even since their first and since their founding. And in that power, they found the strength to stand together, not in violence, not in raising stones or sticks, but in prayer, in extending a hand of grace and trying to bring those on the other side to them. Arguably, Canada has destroyed the enemy more deeply to a level that it will never heal because it has left people with this guilt, with emptiness in their heart for standing on the wrong side. And, they, and those people, those police officers and politicians that have, are now many which are trying to scurry in fear and make laws and rules to protect themselves and protect their little fiefdoms, what are they afraid of? Apparently, they're afraid of being loved, which is strange in a statement until we realize that what we're really saying is they're, they're afraid of having to face the one God, the true God, the only God. In their hearts, I am convinced that almost every one of them has had a rock of fear placed within them, a a bolt of, like a lightning bolt of fear that went through them because they realized that their two-bit little funny God, whatever it is, Baal, Lucifer, Malik, Baphomet, whatever, dollar store version as out that day, that God has no comparison to what they witnessed in people because God was with the Canadians and God was moving the earth with the Canadians. And God will move the earth with us in any nation with any of his people. But we have to be willing to walk that line and we have to take away the the desire, which is, I think there's a real desire of people to witness drama and fighting and bloody gore and and having this idea that there's going to be a war, that we're all going to be these great patriots that load our muskets and charge down the streets and kill the evil enemy, whatever that is. Because the one thing that does define this war more than any other war is there's very few faces of the enemy in this war. And it's not just because the faces are masked and hidden behind sunglasses and helmets or out of reach because they're living in Washington, D.C. somewhere or wherever else they're residing. It's because the enemy looks like you and I. 
It walks like you and I. It breathes like you and I. It eats like you and I. So the real question is, how do you fight an enemy like that? Because if you start picking up a sword of steel or you start leading with anger or you let your fears overwhelm you to lead you to actions that are completely debased from the spiritual grounding, where do we end up? In chaos, in civil war, in innocent bloodshed. And that's exactly what they want. So that should tell you that it's not the right way. It's what the media is always fanning, trying to invert good and bad, trying to put us in a situation where we're always riled to anger and want to take back evil. God has worked amazing ways in this nation and other nations around the world. If we look at our own past here in the United States, if we look at our own history this last four years, even five, we've seen the violence of Antifa, the violence of BLM. We've seen the riots that have burned inner cities down. We've seen police abused. We've seen patriots, true people who have walked with Christ, be abused. We've seen people stalked. We've seen people doxed online. We've seen children abused. We've seen the full hand of the cabal. Since that apparently didn't work, the full hand of the cabal came out and went pure, went pure Nazi, forced people into masks with fear, got people to take an injection, which will modify their DNA. I know that at some point, all those people that perform that action are going to face judgment and the lake of fire. But in the meantime, we've had to endure. And it's not been easy. We've witnessed sadness, broken families, pain of watching people take this suicide shot in spite of all the pleas. And yet, we're still here. And yet, we're still walking. In our hearts, the days are very heavy. But we're still walking. Because why? Because we have the strength in Father. We have an intimacy with Christ that we can lean on when it seems to be too unbearable. And it's easy at times when we get wrapped around things like this Ukraine thing to get distracted. It's the, it's the squirrel that runs across the, tra- the trail and, and our eyes follow it and pretty soon we're pursuing it. But that's when we have to take a breath and stop. And not getting wrapped around the pleas and the and the, the the yearnings to help those in Ukraine. We don't even know what's real. Other than this, we do know that Christ died for us on the cross. We do know that Christ was resurrected. We do know that Christ is part of us and He's there with us, and that there's an intimacy that we can have with Him. All we have to do is reach and ask. We know that we can have conversations with Jesus. And we know that we can have conversations with Father. We know that we're imperfect. We know that we're striving to be better. We don't have a punitive Father. He just wants to hear the honesty of our hearts. And as we speak our honesty of our hearts to God, we gain a different strength in this world that's not something that's easy, easily to explain. It's the strength that allows us to stand firmly on that rock of faith. 
It's a strength that allows us to literally observe the world and not let the world control us. It's the strength that gives us those things if we pursue it. Things like authority over the power of the enemy. The ability to walk on snakes and scorpions without fear, but with clarity. It's those things that gives us the realization that Christ was really telling the truth. That if we could walk this way, and sometimes we can touch it, we may not be there yet, but it gives us inspiration that it's there, that we can do greater works than he. And all of this centers on that simple principle of all things will be revealed. Nothing is hidden but to be revealed. And what that requires of us is to observe and to sit quiet sometimes, not get riled up, listen to what God has to say, lean into Father when we want to, have a conversation, develop the intimacy like a daughter or a son to a real father because he is our father. And he wants to hear us. He wants to hear what's in our hearts. He wants to know where we are. He wants to live through us. He loves us, infinitely loves us. So in all the crazy of the world, it's just a crazy world. (laughs) And that's what it is. And it's literally a world that has gone out of its mind. But I'm convinced that's part of the reason that we're here. Because the world's gone crazy. And we're not. The world's gone crazy. And we keep looking around saying, okay, what am I missing? We're not missing anything. The world's gone crazy. And so in this walk that we're in, as we understand that we're really kind of a quantum soul, we really need to start seeing that we're the rudder and we're the keel of this ship. We're not the people running around on deck because it's a storm. We're the one keeping the ship straight. We're the one keeping the ships true. We're the ones keeping the ship from flipping upside down. And when we start to embrace that walk, it's like taking a deep breath, a sigh, to say, okay, Father, I got it. This isn't easy. And he's going to say, no, it isn't. I didn't intend for it to be easy. And you say, well, Father, what about all of them? And it's always the same. It's like, what about all of them? They're all my children. You have been given eyes to see. You are the keel of this ship. You are the rudder to help keep it true. Don't fail me because I need you. I need you to be solid in this time because there's so many that are trying to find me and they have no way of knowing where to look. But you're that lamp. You're that lamp on the hill. And oh, there's going to be darkness. Don't worry about that. And we can feel that chill almost hit us. And you can almost feel that anticipation of like, well, Father, I don't want darkness. And he's like, but there has to be darkness. How else are they going to see your light? And then you realize it's like, well, that makes sense. So my son or my daughter, anchor up, buckle up. The storm's going to get a little rough. 
but do you have faith in me? And of course we say yes. Then have faith, because I'm with you. I'll never forsake you. Keep walking. I need you. And that's where it all starts to make sense. Because there's a whole bunch of lashing of winds and thrashing of waves that are hitting right now. And there's a whole bunch of people that have built their houses on sand. And the sand is eroding faster than they know what to do. And some of these storms are really hitting hard. And people can't tread water that fast. And they're afraid of drowning. And it feels like they're going to drown. And what finds their way to them? But it's one of God's children that can reach out a hand and say, Hey, it's okay. Come with me. And maybe it's not a talk about Christ. Maybe it's just sharing a cup of tea or a coffee. Maybe it's just buying a donut and sitting down and going, Hey, you want to share this with me? That's who we are. Life is that simple sometimes. And we forget it in the midst of the crazy. We just need to sit down with one another and talk. To listen, to share. Not to worry about tomorrow's bills. Or whether dinner's going to be takeout or whether dinner's going to be cooked. Just take a moment to sit and listen and to share. And when we break bread and we are with one another and we start to listen, man, we build a bridge. And that person that thought they were drowning, not anymore. And they may not hear in any of that conversation, they may never hear you say the words Jesus or God or Father. But they're going to know something's different They're going to know that that light is beaming within you because they were deep in the darkness and it was that that drew them to you. And in that amazing moment, they saw something that they want to find. And they may not know where to look, but they'll eventually ask or they'll at least seek. And as those that seek, they shall find. For Christ is there. Father is there. And we're working right alongside of them to help bring all the children home. All of us are on the same walk in the end of the day. We're all trying to get together again in the body of Christ. And we're all trying to get rid of this nastiness that's all around us. To free ourselves and to return to being the sovereign children in which God intended us to be. It's a climb, a tough one. But the greatest part of all of this, God knows we can do it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so blessed in this time. And yet at times we just get so wrapped around the storm. And the storm lashes and throws us about and We just forget our way. Lord, we just ask that tonight you can just hear our hearts, that it's not intended, that what we seek is that intimacy with you, Father. 
And what we seek is just the peace and the calm that we find in you, but not just in you, we want it in this world. We know that we're facing an unbelievable level of evil. And yet as we walk with you, Lord, we sit and we observe it and it's, it becomes literally like watching a movie. We're not acting in the movie anymore. We're walking with you, Father. And we begin to realize the strength of your love in a deeper way. So, Lord, we just ask that that door can just get opened a little bit more, that our steps can be made a little more clear once in a while, to give us a little bit of encouragement here and there, a tap on the shoulder, something that throws in the middle of the trail that draws us a little closer to you. It's hard at times, Lord, because things do get a little crazy. The trails get washed away, and it's hard to find where we started or where we were. But we also know that as we pray and we talk to you, Father, you always show the way, and we are so graced by that, and thank you, Lord. But Father, just please forgive us for our impatience or our lack of seeing the bigger picture. But just know that our hearts are pure and true, that we seek you. We seek that relationship with Christ. And we really are trying to struggle through what is not only an awakening, but a realization of how much we have been twisted and turned through our life. And yet we, every time we go through that iteration, we look at you and we turn to you and there you are. So thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for all the grace that you've given us in our lives. May you guide us. May you direct us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. These are amazing times. And we just have to remember how important each one of us is. And it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget that in the midst of all this craziness, that there's the human side that gets lost. Let's not lose the human side. You know, in war, and I've said this and I've experienced it, you see the extremes of humanity. You see the worst and the worst possible things you can imagine. And you see also the greatest acts of kindness. And you're always left in war with this complicated look at life, asking a simple question, why does it take war for us to be so great and it's the truth the given in war is evil and destruction the unexpected in war are the acts of kindness and yet we should be doing those every single day because they are the things that change the world and transform lives so find a time each day to do something profound something profoundly kind 
buy a stranger a cup of coffee, share a donut with somebody you've never met, take time to listen. Let's bring God into the world and let's shake the foundations of this evil and cast it out. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers connect us to the rock of faith. They tie us in the intimacy with God. And Father's with us. He'll never forsake us. We just have to trust and trust and trust more deeply in him. God will always win. And we have a mission here, one we must never forget. For in this time, in this place, for such a time as this, it's pretty simple. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed evening, patriots. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee, 1 p.m. Pacific. Until then, or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
Safe place to hide from the rain. 